Shelley Luther will spend the next week in jail. Now the judge. One salon owner in North Texas. Well, she learned that the hard way. And a hair salon owner who had also opened up her store has been jailed. Luther tore up the citation to the cheer of the crowd. But in Dallas, salon, salon owner Shelly Luther faced seven days in jail for So your client is in jail right now? But yesterday, a woman by the name, and I want you to remember this name, a woman by the name of Shelly Luther in Texas. We don't support the random jailing of, for example, the woman who's now a household name, Shelly Luther. I thought it was terrible. I thought he was a terrible judge. The, the prisoner would like to speak a word. You need to apologize. What were you thinking when he said he, you need to apologize to the politicians? I was like, what? So, sir, if you think the law is more important than kids getting fed, then please go ahead with your decision, but I am not going to shut the salons. They're putting this woman in jail because she's trying to feed her kids. The whole thing is screwed up. Well, I'm, I'm proud to stand with Shelley Luther, and I'll tell you what happened to her was wrong. Yeah. I'm not anyone special. I just know that I have rights. You have rights to feed your children and make income. Right. And anyone that wants to take away those rights is wrong. We only had people in Washington, D.C. who had half the guts of this patriot. Play Shelley Luther. Welcome back to Courage to Stand. I am Shelley Luther, and of course, we're bringing you these great guests week to week. But I want to make sure that you go back and see last week's episode with Yaku Boyens. Parents, this is a must watch for you and your children. He's got a movie, um, he's got some curriculum that he wants to introduce into schools, and it's very important that we focus on saving our children and making sure that they're protected. But today's guest, is also incredible. Please welcome to the show, Nick Adams, CEO and founder of Flag. And we'll get into that later because you're not CEO and founder of a flag. That would be weird. Different. Yeah. <laughs> you would have to have been born a long time ago. <laughs> Oh Shelly Luther, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm so glad that we finally got together on the show. We've been asking for Nick for a very long time. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. He's doing a lot of things. Not for you, Shelley. I'm delighted to be here with such a principled, firm defender Aww. of all the things that are really important. And uh, I admire your courage. And I think it's a lesson for everyday Americans to heed. And I'm certainly uh, just inspired to be in your presence. Thank you so much. That's very kind. Well, if you haven't guessed, Nick is from Australia. I was going to say South Texas, but now it's called it. <laughs> but we'll go with that. Nick is from South Texas. His um, accent hails from Australia. He is a proud American, I will tell you that for sure. But originally from Australia. Tell us about that adventure all the way to the United States. That's correct, Shelley. So uh, I was born on the 5th of September 1984 in Sydney, Australia. And I spent the first uh, 32 years of my life living in Australia. Uh, I came over as a 24-year-old to the United States of America for the first time on a speaking tour. That was in 2009. I fell in love with the country and the people and the culture, and I decided that I wanted to be an American. I wanted to live here. I wanted to be here. I wanted to follow my dreams in the United States. And so I began the legal process of immigrating to the United States. And what most people don't realize, Shelley, unless they've been through it or they're close to someone who's been through it, 
is that coming to America the right way is really, really difficult. Right, that's what I've heard. We've had a lot of people reach out to me saying, can you help me? Um, It's hard for me because I feel like I have a voice and I can help people, but I haven't been through that process. So walk us through why it's so hard and maybe things that you might would change. Well, Shelley, where do I begin? So I, uh, I've got an extraordinary ability green card, which is the most difficult green card to get. You have to prove that you've risen to the top 5% of your chosen field through extensive documentation. Oh, wow. It's called the, most people refer to it as the Einstein visa. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the groundbreaking scientific researchers, Hollywood actors, Olympic gold medal athletes, they all have this extraordinary ability green card. So to put the paperwork together, it took about a year, maybe longer. Uh, To get an answer, took another year. Um, Did you have an attorney do all this for you? I did have an attorney. Yeah, that seems really difficult to do yourself. And very expensive. So Mm -hmm. it ended up taking me four and a half years, Shelley. It cost me uh, 50,000 Australian dollars, so about 35,000 US dollars. Um, there was lots of heartache and ups and downs and, and in-betweens. There were a lot of unexplained things that happened to me uh, in the immigration process, which I document in one of my books, Green Card Warrior. Mm-hmm. It appears that I was the target of some political persecution oh, wow. uh, at the US consulate in Sydney. But anyway, all of that was ultimately overcome. And on the 29th of July, 2016, I immigrated to the United States. I chose to live in the great state of Texas. And uh, this year on the 29th of July, 2021, because it's been five years, I'm eligible for citizenship. That is amazing. So pretty soon in the next uh, few months here, I'm gonna become a citizen of the United States. Yay! And I hope that you uh, and Tim and lots of other people will come to my citizenship We would love to. So it'll be a lot of fun. You know what's crazy that I've learned with most people that have become U.S. citizens? They are better Americans than most Americans. Well, we understand it. You know, sometimes it takes someone on the outside, Shelley, to see what you're like on the inside. Sometimes a spectator sees more of the game. Mm -hmm. And for somebody, of course, you know, when you are born into something and you live there and you don't know anything else, what you have, you just think is normal it's just Mm. standard but what you don't realize is that other people that aren't born into that same thing they come over here and they say wow and they have a real appreciation for it because they had to fight to come they chose to come and they just feel so blessed like I do I Mm. wake up every morning I want to kiss the ground because this country has done so much for me given so much to me and I want to give back you know, I, I, I want to make and not take, give and not receive, join the place, not complain about it or change it. The last thing I would want to do is change it to uh, the place that I left or any other place. America is special. Mm-hmm. America is the Can greatest. Can we explain country. that to the Californians that are moving here? I wish I, <laughs> I, wish I could. Shelley, I'm you know. just kidding. If you're, I, I lived in California. Don't shoot me. My dad was a Marine. So I lived in California from... Um, second grade all the way up till when I was a sophomore in college. Uh, But of course, my parents were both born and raised in Texas. And a lot of people are worried about liberals moving here from California. But what I'm seeing are are people kind of in the same situation as you. They don't want to change Texas. They're leaving because it's so bad. 
Absolutely. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, really, the United States of America can go two ways. It can go down the California path or it can go down the Texas path. Oh, no. And that's what ultimately Americans have got to make a decision on. Do we want this country to stay the way that it is or do we want to become like Europe? Do we want to embrace socialism? Do we want mm -hmm. uh, all of that stuff? For me, America is special, Shelley, because it's the only country that's not just a country, not just a stretch of land. It's an idea. It's mm -hmm. an ideal. It's a value system. And it's the most improbable and daring experiment we've ever seen. In 5,000 years of recorded human history, we've never witnessed a country like the United States. But it's because of the founding principles. It's because of our Constitution, because of our Declaration of Independence, because of our Federalist Papers. And as someone that wasn't born here, I wanted to learn about those things. I wanted to become fluent in the founding principles because I wanted to know how to protect and preserve the country and the culture that I was coming to. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to change it. And unfortunately, so many people that are now coming to the United States of America, they're choosing to come here for a reason and then they're abandoning that reason immediately and trying to recreate the patch of land from the place that they came from. And that's not going to do America any good. Right. And so not But we don't want people to abandon their religious freedom or their values. No. When people talk about assimilation or um, we don't want you to become what you're not, but we don't want people coming in and trying to change who we are. Yes. If that makes sense. Shelley, it's a matter of principles. If you look at the United States, what makes America exceptional? It's the fact that it's e pluribus unum not radical multiculturalism, mm -hmm. that it's equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome, that it's God, not government, that it's faith, not secularism. It's about being bold, not being bland. Mm -hmm. These are the virtues and values that have differentiated the United States of America from everywhere else. Mm -hmm. But you see, every other country, it's always been the opposite. It's been radical multiculturalism instead of e pluribus unum. Mm -hmm. It's been government, not God. And so if you want to adopt those kind of principles when you come here, that's only going to weaken the country. And what I want to do in, in the position that I'm in as somebody that chose to come here, as somebody that's learnt about the United States and its history and its founding principles, I want to make sure every American knows how lucky and how blessed and how fortunate they are mm. to live in the United States. I want them to know what they have and I want them to have the confidence to defend that to everybody, because we know America's always going to be under attack. Mm -hmm. And that, of course, is why I started my foundation. That's how, uh, not your foundation, but we met because we kind of have similar interests. We, we met um, after I stood up against the government. Um, I was afraid that God being taken out of school, um, all the no one teaching the Constitution. Uh, you know, Tim and I had to sit with our kids and talk to them about the difference between um, the state Senate and House compared to federal level in D.C. And my child was a is a senior in high school.
Yeah. And so as a parent, I relied definitely before I woke up, definitely re relied too much on the public school system to teach my child um, how important it is to know their independence, to know um, their freedoms and their rights and, and many more things. Um, and now they're trying to invade our schools with this critical race theory, um, sex education of children when they're like kindergartners but they don't teach the constitution. What in the world? Yeah, it's crazy. There's, not, there's barely any civics taught anymore. America is recklessly and dishonestly depicted as a bad place, as a systemically racist place, as an awful place to be. And what's incredible, Shelley, is as we look at the border right now and we see the chaos that has been caused by the weakness and fecklessness of the Biden administration. Mm -hmm. What's incredible is that at the same time that they're telling us that this is such a bad place, that, they te that they're teaching our kids that this is such a bad and racist place, we've got all of these people on the border that want to come that here. That want to be part of us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just doesn't Can't gel. be that bad. Exactly. It can't be, right? Uh, former Br British Prime Minister Tony Blair once said that the best test, if you want to know whether or not a country is good, open the borders and see who come, see how many people leave and how many come in. Right. And I've got to tell you, not many people are leaving the United States. No, they're but not. But there's a hell of a lot coming in. And that's because we are a special place. How does that make you feel um, as someone that spent the money? Um, and you were lucky that you had the money too, because I know Absolutely. these people don't. I understand that. And I'm not saying that we should not have, we're all immigrants, you know? I'm not saying people should not come to our country. I do want people documented though. And I do want um, to make sure that if people come to our country, they appreciate it. They don't commit felonies and they don't hurt the people that are here. If so, they need to go or they don't burn our flag or things like that. I think those are reasons if you're an immigrant and you come and you burn the US flag, you should go. Absolutely. You should buy, like not even a question asked about that. So how does that make you feel when people are just coming over and we're just letting it happen? Shelley, nothing, or I should say, nobody is more frustrated by illegal immigration than a legal immigrant. Mm -hmm. Because we spent so much money, we spent so much time, we dotted every I, we crossed every T. I got to tell you, to come here, I had to have five or six different vaccines. I had to have a chest x-ray to prove that I didn't have tuberculosis. I had to have a police check. These are the things that every legal immigrant has to go through, right? And I was told You're make, that, It's making me like, see, I get infuriated get right now. Yeah. I didn't even know about the chest x-rays and I can understand maybe the vaccines, but Where's, do we have an x-ray machine at the border right now? And are, is everybody wearing a mask? Oh, that's right. Well, so I was told that w on the day that I collected my green card on the 29th of July, 2016, I was told that I had to make sure that I had the CD of that chest x-ray in my backpack in case customs asked me for it. The, the, the CBP, the uh, Customer and Border Patrol agent. So, so wait a second. The first thing that we do when we are welcoming you to a free country is to violate you. Well, certainly. Basically, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Look, Shelley, <laughs> when you're in the position that you want to come to the United States, uh, I get that they want to make sure that you're not going to make other people sick. So I was happy to do it. But, but do I they? Agree. But do they? 
Do they want to make sure that the people coming in don't want to make other people sick right now? You're absolutely right. They don't. When they're illegal, they don't. And, uh, and that is very frustrating. Absolutely. It's, it's outrageous that I have to do all of that stuff, but these other guys just walk across the border. And not only that, Shelley, they're given a red carpet. Yeah. You know? Tim and I went down to the border. Uh, there's literally like, I don't know, maybe 20 yards of what they call a river. It's like waist deep with no wall. Not enough border agents, bless their hearts. They are way overworked. And we see people just like crossing over yeah. and no, no one can stop them. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Shelley, weakness is provocative. And what's happened is now that the word has gone out across the world, and particularly in the countries that border the United States to our south, that America is a soft touch, that the borders are weak, you can get across there. And not only that, the resolve of the American people through their government is weak as well. They're pretty much going to let you stay. They're going to give you amnesty and uh, if you come over. And so all of a sudden, we're making that risk worthwhile. Whereas... Where if, people are just throwing their children with, well, like, coyotes. Yeah. Just, I hope they do, okay? And just... I mean, you have to be in a tough time to do that. And I understand that. And I, I feel for these people because I would not want to be in their situation either. But we need to make the system easier for people to get in. Good people that want to work, that want to do the right thing. That system is broken, number one. We need to make it better. Number two, we've got to keep Ill illegal immigrants, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, or pe undocumented immigrants out until we can get our system fixed and then make sure people are coming in the right way. I have no problem with people coming in, obviously. Sure, absolutely. You've got to come the right way, and I think that you've got to have a desire to contribute to the United States. Absolutely. And that's really important. We, we don't want people coming here that are going to be a leech on the system. We don't want people coming here that... Uh, don't have America's best interests at heart. And unfortunately, we're seeing all too much of that in, in recent years. Uh, so that's why I supported a merit-based immigration system that mm -hmm. President Trump had, yes. had uh, first introduced back mm -hmm. in 2017. Now everything he's put in is gone. And that's why I want to talk to you more, Nick Adams, about your program FLAG, F-L-A-G, an acronym, um, because he's making America better um, wanting to teach children and adults more about their freedoms, their liberties, the Constitution, civics, what undocumented immigrants won't know. But if you come in legally, you have to know these things, and they're not even teaching it in our schools right now. So we'll be right back with Nick Adams. The following are sponsors for today's show. If you'd like to become a sponsor, please visit us at couragetostand.com. Amy Autry authors customized health insurance options She's licensed and appointed with multiple health insurance and health share companies so she can review all your health insurance needs, advise, enroll, and support you ongoing with your policy. Amy has over six years of experience as a health insurance broker to save you time and money in shopping and enrolling in a customized health plan that fits your needs and budget. Her services are free, so give her a call at 817-809 4409. That's Amy Autry at 817-809-4409. Looking to buy or sell real estate in North Texas? The Neal team with Better Homes and Gardens Wine-Ins specialize in residential and farm and ranch properties. Call our friends Donnie and Darla at 903-744- 
888-5475 or email neil at winensbhg.com. Just one call. And as Donnie says, the pretty blonde and the ugly cowboy can put the power of two to work for you. Your journey starts here. Again, Donnie and Darla Neal at 903-744-5475. Jarrah Hutchins owns Clearing the Chamber, a female-owned firearms and self-defense training company that specializes in teaching women, youth, and families how to stay safe. We have a class for everything, including intro to handgun, time management for the gun owner, how to talk to your kids about firearms, license to carry, and how to protect what you're expecting, a class for new and expecting mothers. We have all five-star reviews on Facebook and respond quickly to your questions. Give us a call at 469-665-9333 or email clearingthechamber at gmail.com and schedule your free consultation. Again, that consultation is free. Just give us a call at 469-665-9333. Hi, welcome back. I am here with Nick Adams, CEO and founder of FLAG. Nick, I wanna ask you something. You are about to take a citizenship test because you're reaching your five-year anniversary in July, you said, right? Correct, yes. And so, what are some of the things on the citizenship test that people coming to America, they have to know these things to become a citizen? Sure. You know, to be honest with you, Shelley, I've never really looked at it, but my understanding is that there are a variety of questions, uh, multiple choice, where you need to kind of identify some pretty basic things. Um, basic to you. Basic to, well, that's right. Because you we, teach this, like you have, okay, you have a program. Yes. But remember, my daughter didn't know the difference between, sure. okay. Sure, Well, look, so I, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't anticipate having a problem with the citizenship. <laughs> no, test. I don't think you should uh, either. But uh, look, it's, it's really important because as you say, so many young Americans don't know these things and if you did give this citizenship test i personally believe that in order to graduate from high school you should have to pass Mm -hmm. the citizenship test that i'm about yes i think that's a great initiative well that would be difficult for high school students because they don't teach civics yes that's exactly right so that'd be a great start that'd be a great start and that's really what my organization flag the foundation for liberty and american Mm -hmm. greatness does we teach civics, we promote patriotism, we promote the American dream in public schools. We do it through classroom visits. We do it through the creation and distribution of kid-friendly resources relating to the founding Curriculum, documents. you have a curriculum? Yeah, so we created the world's first student's constitution, student's declaration of independence, mm-hmm. student's federalist papers, and student's guide to the electoral college. What level, is that like um, fifth, seventh, grade. fifth grade? It's fifth grade level and up. Mm-hmm. The federalist papers, of course, even though that's it's all in plain, simple, easy, easy to understand English, the Federalist Papers, the concepts are really for mm-hmm. 10th grade and up. You have but, these um, books that we purchased for Tim's son, um, who's now 11, and we had, it was small, it's a small book, sure. but had a lot of base, basically written for, you know, you know, someone his age. But we did a little test for him afterwards. And, you know, within 10 minutes, he seemed like a genius on go- in government. And I'm, I'm not just trying to, like, sure. you know, blow smoke. It, it was huge yeah. for him. And now he has, especially when I ran, um, you know, there were adults saying, well, I don't want you to be the senator because I like Cruz. And I'm like, no, I'm running for state senate. And they still didn't understand, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm not blaming anybody. It's our school system. It's the public school system. Sure. I'm so glad that you have this. Well, and I'm going to give you even better news, Shelley. 
As of a couple of weeks ago, we now have more than one million students in the United States of America with at least one of those four resources. Oh my gosh. So we're having tremendous success in distributing our resources. Where do they get these? Or well, they can go on our website, flagusa.org. 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 Um, you can go to my website as well, nickadamsusa.com, nickadamsusa.com, and you can order those. And we do special bulk rates. They're not expensive, students. you guys. Not They're not. And for the education that your child is getting um, for such a small price, it, it's, it's priceless, honestly. It's priceless. Yes, and we've worked with lots of uh, local community groups to help us get these into the different schools. Mm -hmm. There's lots of community groups that either... Uh, typically go and get a whole bunch of normal constitutions or dictionaries and so many of them have now replaced that with our resources which we're really delighted mm -hmm. with Shelley but you know it's really important that every kid in this country that that we teach Americanism we've mm -hmm. stopped the, the reason why we are where we are right now in every single facet of American life is that for a couple of generations now, we stopped teaching what it means to be an American. Right. The limited government dimension, the moral dimension. And so our kids are being taught European values. They're being brainwashed with European values, not American values. And that's, that is the genesis of all the issues mm -hmm. that we are having. And, you, and all the other countries, they teach English and they, they want to be more like us. And if we are on that pedestal, why are we looking to other countries to teach our children? That doesn't make any sense. Shelley, it's all upside down. And when you couple everything with social media and the fact that these days our children really have no idea what's going on around them, the sources that they get their news from are not sources of any kind of repute. And so we've, we've got it. We've, we've dug ourselves a big hole and Flag yeah. is trying to help us get out of it. That's amazing. And this isn't just for children, Nick, because a lot of people asked me, you know, when I opened and went against the ordinance and ended up going to jail, people are like, I can't believe you did that. And my answer is always, I can't believe you did not do that, <laughs> you know, because they had no sense of Americanism. They had no sense. And it's not even that I was super political or I knew the law back and forth or even the Constitution back and forth. It was just totally against every principle that we've built. Absolutely, Shelley. And, you know, when I think about you, I mean, um, you're about as American as, as you can get. <laughs> no, and, and what I mean is, is that your story... Uh, where you've gone since then, what you continue to do, the journey that you're on is possible only in this country. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. you can take a stand in, in another place, but can oh, I yeah, tell you? That would not work out well. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be sitting there. I wouldn't have fingers or something, which so, they have less crime though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you really are an American story and you reacted like an American that felt that there was an injustice mm -hmm. and you wanted to stand up to that. And fortunately, the, the America that you were raised in and the culture that exists 
help give you that courage right. to stand. Yes. Because that culture has always encouraged mm -hmm. people to stand up mm -hmm. and has always encouraged people to have the courage. To well, do I was also that. raised by a Marine, a 26-year Marine veteran. That so helps. That helps. Yeah, absolutely. So you're known as you're known as Trump's favorite author, I think. Yes, yes, that's true. So uh, he's tweeted about you. Uh, he's tweeted well, while he was in office for four years. He tweeted about three different books of mine. Three wow! Of uh, How, did that make you feel so happy? Because you love him. I was very happy. You've loved him for a long time. Well, I started reading your book. Yes. Um, you have a new book out. Trump and Reagan. Trump and Reagan, and you yeah. compare, it's their similarities. Absolutely. Um, but you also spoke about how um, you saw a long time ago what how Trump was going to evolve and how similar he is to Reagan. I read The Art of the Deal, Shelley, when I was uh, 12 or 13 years old, and I'd been a Donald Trump fan all of my life. Why? Um, People always ask, why? Why? Yeah. He's so crude. He tweets the grossest things. It's yeah. not... It's not about that. No, it's 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 the boldness, it's the courage, it's the patriotism, it's the black and whiteness of I mean the clarity. He loves got. America. He loves America. He loves America. Yeah. He was not president because it was for him, for That's sure, because right. he took a beating. Yeah. And and he loves America not because he's read a book, not because but he feels it. Mm -hmm. It's his gut. And that you know, that is, is something so unique and so rare. And that's why I supported him from day one. And before everybody else, before everyone else, I was the first person on television to, to yeah. So on Fox news. So, you know, I, and they thought you were crazy. They did. They did. I read that. They yeah. were like, no, yeah, no. Lou Dobbs was like, Nikki's, you know, the polls. And I said, he's going to win the whole thing. Yeah. And he did. And well, I uh, said on the radio, six, seven, eight months ago that uh, Abbott was going to get primaried pretty hard and the person on the radio said, you're crazy. Yeah, and all these candidates have come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, so I mean, where can people get your book? They can go to nickadamsusa.com. Okay. That's where they can get signed, personalized copies, Shelley, nickadamsusa.com. And um, I was just going to say, you know, I've lived in Texas now full-time for the last five years. And... Um, Texas is an amazing state, but right now I, I kind of feel like it's slipping mm -hmm. and um, just a feeling, you know, again, I mean, the numbers might not bear that out necessarily, but just a, a gut instinct that I have. And I sometimes tend to be ahead of the curve mm -hmm. I've found, and I just kind of feel like Maybe Florida is replacing Texas. As being the coolest, As, best state ever. Do you know ever. what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's Ron DeSantis is what the it governor is. governor is making a big difference. The governor he's, is making a big difference. He's, he's huge. Um, and y you guys know, I'll be the first one to say, Governor Abbott is failing us the last year. I voted for him. Um, I thought he did a good job um, until the pandemic. And I feel like when people are pushed in a corner, you see who they truly are. Um, I don't like all of the Democrat... Uh, donations that he gets claiming to be a Republican. I don't like that he didn't give pushback on our border being wide open. There are other states that told Biden, no, we're not taking any of those. And here we have busloads coming in. I don't like that he let 100 people freeze in their own homes. And a lot of people said, well, that wasn't him personally. Well, he appointed that board of people that lived in other countries. Um, so with me, I think it's bad leadership. And 
I mean, we haven't spoken about this at all. Um, I don't hide my feelings about Governor Abbott, and I feel like there's going to be some really great people that primary. We probably need to have them on the show, um, but we'll talk later more about what you, you think of that. I do first want to talk to you about, you have a gala coming up, and Tim and I are going, and we didn't get to go last year. Something came up, and we're so excited. It's in... Miami? Very close. Key Biscayne. Okay. Yeah, Tell us. It's a stone's throw from Miami. Well, we're, we're very excited. It's our annual gala, Shelley. And we've got Dennis Quaid as our keynote speaker. That's neat. We've got Mary Milburn, who is the young lady uh, that performed the uh, national anthem at the president's inauguration. She's in wonderful. January 2017. So she's got an incredible gift from God with her voice. Uh, and it's going to be a wonderful opportunity. It's a, a powerhouse event, wonderful opportunity to learn about how you can get involved to save the country. And also, Shelley, you know, the left, they're miserable people. They are. And they're always taking offense at everything. And so in addition to us gathering together, and obviously we're all warriors for the country and we all want to rescue America, we're also going to have some fun. So Saturday morning. <laughs> they hate when we have fun. I hate it. So Saturday morning, Tim and I are going to go and play golf. Oh, nice. And I didn't even know about this. Saturday morning, you're going to you're going to take Tim's credit card and you're going to go shopping oh, at nice. South Beach with all the ladies. Perfect, perfect. So well, you know, we. I we, like the way you plan things, Nick. Enjoy, I'll tell you. We're going to enjoy ourselves because there's still so much. Tim's over there like this. <laughs> There's still so much to celebrate about America. And there so is. We're going to take a chance to do that as well. That's awesome. And we we saw each other at CPAC. We had a really good time. We had a wonderful time. It was it was uh, it was memorable. <laughs> we have video, but we won't show it here on the show. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. Well, no, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. <laughs> well, I just wanted to thank you first of all for everything that you're doing, everything that you are, and a lot of people probably look at you and say. He's not an immigrant. Uh, yeah. yeah. They say this white guy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, the accent uh, is not from South Texas. I hate to disappoint. Uh, I wish it was. I I'm, wish that was the Texas accent. I, I'm definitely, <laughs> you're only human. I'm, I'm definitely uh, an immigrant. I definitely love America, Shelley, and I'm going to continue to fight with you and every other patriot in this country to make sure that the United States reaches her 300th birthday in 2076, mm -hmm. a feat that has never been achieved before mm -hmm. by a world superpower. Um, so we have a lot of hard work ahead of us, but I believe in America and show, so should everyone watching this show. That is amazing. I saw a video someone sent me last night of the Frisco ISD school board fighting, fighting, there were cops, over whether they were going to teach critical race theory or not. And they don't teach civics. Our kids don't even know math very well, I'll, I'll just be honest. And I was a school teacher in public school for 13 years. That's why I left. I wish these school districts would contact you and at least just have your basic books in their library and say, these are available if you want to read them, at least make them available because right now everything's racist, everything is you know, politically incorrect, um, but what you are teaching is factual, it's not about feelings. It's factual and it's why this great nation has been here for so long. That's exactly right, Shelley. Mm. Well, 
Thank you, Nick Adams, for being here. We're excited. How can people get uh, tickets to the gala? They still? most certainly can. 2021flag.com. That's 2021flag.com. And there's not very many tickets left. So if you want to go, Tim and I are going. And you have really good discounted rates um, in the hotel we there, the hotel at, block. It's at the Ritz Carlton in Key Biscayne. So. Yes. Okay, you guys, we need a vacation. So you definitely need to get tickets. And this is, he is so fun to hang out with, I'll tell you. He's got great guests coming. And we're very excited to be there with you this year. Thanks for inviting us. Can't wait. Thank Yay. you, Shelly. Thank you, everybody, for watching Courage to Stand today. Um, Nick Adams, of course, our incredible guest. And um, if you want to get a hold of him, please, I encourage school districts to get a hold of Nick and at least put these books um, in your libraries. And if you're homeschooling, it's perfect. Um, just contact my friend here, Nick Adams, um, on his website, social media, um, anything, because we need to do a better job of teaching our kids civics. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Make sure you share our show everywhere. That's the only way we get the word out to show these amazing people. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much.